welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to episode 57 of Adam's Rib, Alone in a Crowded Room. You know that? I think about it. I think this is a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio is about to be in. I, but I think it's just called Just a Crowded Room. Oh. That, ma- that made me think about it. Okay. I'm like a huge Leo fan, so I like keep up on his. Anyway. Oh, God. This episode is going to be about loneliness and how to defeat it. Because I know we have all just felt lonely. You know, at one point in time. And the reason why it's called Alone in a Crowded Room is because I feel like us as women, you know, we probably have like a lot of girlfriends. We're involved in like a lot of things, church activities, probably have boyfriend, husbands, whatever. And sometimes you can even just feel lonely, even Mm -hmm. though you have all these people around you. Mm -hmm. Because loneliness, it's a state of mind. It's an emotion brought on by feelings of separation from other people. And so that's why I think it's fair to say that the sense of isolation is deeply felt by women who, who are lonely. Yeah. The yeah. Hebrew word translates lonely um, to, in the Old Testament to one alone, only, one who is solitary, forsaken, or wretched. <laughs> How you so, say that again? Wretched. So I feel that there is no deeper sadness just based on this translation that ever comes over the mind that the idea that we are alone in the world, that don't have friends, that no one cares for us, that no one is concerned about anything that might happen to us, that no one would care if we were to die or shed a tear over our grave. Have you ever, I know I have felt that way at one point. In time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure a lot of, you know other women that, that listen to our podcast, I'm sure I felt that way. So I hope that this really just ministers to a lot of people. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to this episode because, I mean, let's just be real. Like, that feeling of being alone, even when you're surrounded by people. Like, mm-hmm. I know I've been through that a lot. <laughs> like, I've felt that emotion and that feeling a lot. Um, like, sometimes it makes me feel a little crazy at times because I'm like, what is going on? Because the reality is I could have... I have a lot of, I almost say a lot of friends, but I have some dope friends. Like, if I don't ever have to feel alone, like, just being all the way real, mm-hmm. I don't ever have to feel alone, but there's just times where it's like the enemy is just attacking my mind so hard, yeah. and he's attacking my spirit so tough that I feel like there is nobody around. Like, yep. like there's nobody I can talk to. There's, no, I mean, that, like, it, nobody understands. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's even like a struggle just to pray mm-hmm. because it's like, Nobody's listening anyway. Right. Is yeah. God really going to hear me? Yeah. I, and and I, I really hope that after listening to this episode, you will understand that that is nothing but an attack from the enemy. Like the enemy, will he will see certain things going on. He will see certain things that God is trying to do or shift in your life. And he will attack your mind so hard that he will have you thinking that there is nobody left mm-hmm. to turn to. There's nobody to talk to. Like he will have you really legit feeling alone in a crowded room. So I really am looking forward to this. um, And I really hope that, that this episode, well, I know that this episode is going to bless some people because this is a real feeling like, (laughs) and it's a scary, it it can be a very scary scary place. It can be a very scary place. If you don't handle it in the right way, if Mm -hmm. you don't fight the enemy back in the right way. So I hope you guys really gather a lot from this, this episode. 
by God's design, we have an innate need to be loved. Even as kids, you learn to give and receive affection, and you're taught those skills that help you find acceptance just in society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, through our relationships with families, friends, coworkers, other women, whatever, we form our sense of individuality and find our place in this world. So it's when that need for affection and fellowship goes unfulfilled that we become unhappy and, and lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story of Adam and Eve, and I'm sure we all know the story of Adam and Eve, um, if you don't read Genesis, but it illustrates that God intends for us to share our lives with other people, just based on the design that he started out with Adam and Eve, like, oh, Adam, you should not be alone and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. So the importance of personal relationship in God's eyes is evident in the amount of the space devoted to that in the Bible, both in the Old and the New Testament has a lot to say about marriage, parenthood, which we talked about parenthood last week, Mm -hmm. friendship, and even church fellowship. But it's also clear from God's word that there is no one relationship that is dominant from God's point of view. And that is the fellowship that he wants to have with us, which forms that foundation of all other relationships. So when we accept God's gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, we enter into communion with the creator of the whole entire universe. Mm -hmm. So God becomes our heavenly father and he places his Holy spirit within us. And Jesus refers to this Holy spirit as the counselor, just according to to John and Romans, both Paul and John said that God's spirit would fill believers with the assurance of our membership in God's family. So day by day through prayer and reading your Bible, we can experience that fellowship that God wants to have within each of us, which or his children. And he is never too bu- too busy to listen. I think that's the key. If you're suffering from loneliness, I would challenge all of you to ask yourself if you have f- taken full possession and authority of the amazing life that God wants you to have. Are you spending that regular quality time with your heavenly father? Are you active in your local church? Ask God to lead you into those deeper relationships with him and that greater involvement with your fellow sisters in Christ, because I know for me at times, especially years ago when I had felt lonely, I would seek that through guys that I didn't need, even need to be involved with. I suppose mm-hmm. to seeking it through my heavenly father. And that's why I wanted to point that out. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, that's so real. Like, um, I think we both have kind of like fallen in that trap before. And I mean, let's just be real. Like if, if more women are honest, I think we've all at some point fallen into that trap. Like, we're feeling so lonely, so we call that guy that we know won't say no. Like we know he buy me some Oscar. Like okay. for real. Like we all had yeah. a. I don't care. Be honest. We've all had a yes man. Right. We've yeah. all had a yes man. And so whether it was to come over just to chill, whether you just wanted him to bring you something and then he could go home, mm-hmm. or whether it was for something even worse, like we've all had that. We've all gone through that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's something that we have to. That 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 is what. That has always been to me like the issue when we get when we start feeling lonely Mm -hmm. and we got to understand, too, that lonely is a state of mind, like because you don't necessarily have to be single doesn't mean lonely by yourself doesn't mean lonely. Like it just means that you're in a season where you should be taking time to work on you. Like I have been single for two years now. And in the two years that I've been single, I have gone through those moments where I'm like, I'm so lonely. <laughs> right. But you know how you sound. 
Uh-huh. I, maybe. Possibly. Like, it was just that's, such a funky season. Horrible. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. So, but then I also realized, like, no, I got to stop because, A, I was getting ready to start doing things, going back into um, behaviors that I have, like, really gotten, like, done the work to get out, get away mm-hmm. from. Um, but then in addition to that, like, I... I realized that I'm in a I'm in a very unique position right now. Like God knows my heart, He knows the desires of my heart. He knows that I want to surround myself with more godly women. He knows that I want a godly marriage one day. So, like, yeah, I was feeling lonely, but at the same time, like, who were the people though? If I wanted to just be around somebody, who was the people I was gonna go to? Mm-hmm. I was going to the ratchet ones, and so that wasn't gonna Richie. do me any, right for <laughs> yeah. real. Like, and it wasn't gonna do me any good to go kick it with them because they were just gonna suck me back into doing the things mm-hmm. that I don't. I knew I didn't. I wasn't supposed to be doing mm-hmm. anymore. So, yeah. and I feel like sometimes when we, we when we're seeking something to fill that void, it's typically a void that only God can fulfill. Absolutely, because you're gonna you still feel empty mm-hmm. because a week later you're still hollering you're lonely. Yeah, and right. then you're calling somebody else. Right. <laughs> exactly. Let that, like, let's just be real. Like, be honest. Like, we have, we've done it. We've all done it. I'm honest enough to say I've done it. Like, was feeling lonely. Called, called old boy. Called little buddy. He came through. And then that was that. But then the next week, I'm lonely again. Yeah. Well, little buddy didn't work. So let me try the other one. Right. You know what I'm saying? The other little buddy. Right. (laughs) And then he ain't do nothing either. So it's it's like, like, (laughs) what is going on? But Lindsay just hit the nail on the head. It was a void that God, only God was able to fill. But I was just too ignorant or just too fleshy. Mm Mm-hmm. To understand that I should have been, yes, I was way too (laughs) fleshy and I didn't realize, like, I wasn't realizing that in that season I should have been falling on my face before God instead of just picking up my phone, texting whoever I hoped, whoever would come through. Like, because I still, you still feel lonely. Mm -hmm. So it's like, give God that opportunity. Like, because when I started doing that, when I started trying God in these, in those moments where I felt lonely or felt by myself or whatever, like. It was amazing the difference in how I felt because while I was still physically by myself, I didn't feel lonely anymore. Mm-hmm. My pastor actually, one time I was going through the same season, feeling real, like just really down because I just felt like there was nobody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to my pastor and I was talking to my pastor about it. And, you know, that's when he re- that's when he brought to my my attention that these are these are attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, these are these are spiritual attacks from the enemy. But then he also told me he was like, I want you to start sleeping with your Bible. Mm-hmm. Put that Bible in the bed with you. Um, he was like, and then in a week, let me know how you feel. Mm. Crazy enough. I did not feel as bad as I was feeling yeah. like and I'm not saying like it was like some instant right. fix. But it was something that made you me feel You were way more at peace. Yeah. 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 Like I was, I felt, I felt so much more peaceful about the situation. And so, you know, I mean, if it's sleeping with the Bible, whatever works for you, but you can't neglect God in these seasons because that is, that is what's happening. God is, you're being attacked by the enemy, but this is also God's way of saying, hey, 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 mm-hmm. I'm here. Right. I'm right here. Exactly. Turn to me yeah. <laughs> and watch me make this better. So and you touched on. Um, just because you're single doesn't isn't the definition of being lonely. It doesn't have to be. And, and I want to touch on even feeling lonely, even if you're in a relationship, because I am in a relationship, and I'm just going to speak from personal experience and just biblically, no relationship can meet all your needs because it contains two imperfect people. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I've gone to my relationships 
expecting it to fulfill my needs and it doesn't because one imperfect person plus another imperfect person doesn't add up to perfect relationships, obviously. (laughs) So don't think it's unusual if all of your needs are not met. Feeling lonely in a relationship isn't something that that we like feeling. So it is a natural response um, to run from it Mm -hmm. or avoid it or deny it by filling our lives with a million other distractions, which can typically be unhealthy distractions or can even lead to (laughs) sin. And so you need to understand that the lonely season in your relationship can even be fruitful. In Luke 5.16, it says that Jesus withdrew into lonely places and he prayed. Mm. I just want everyone to think about that for a second as I move on. Maybe I'll touch on that. But anyway, Mm. so God may want to teach you something else or use this time of your loneliness to draw closer to him. Without those times when you have felt alone and are lonely, then when would you take time to communicate with God if you really think about it? And I don't mean just talking to him. I actually mean listening for his true guidance. It's interesting to me how this all-powerful, mighty, omnipotent God doesn't always even speak to us through thundering clouds, as he very well could. Mm -hmm. But he actually chooses to speak to us in those still, small voices. Mm -hmm. And that forces us to be quiet and to listen in order for us to hear. We hear and listen best in a quiet place. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're lonely is when you're only in that quiet place. And I've dealt with feeling lonely. Even in my own current relationship, our schedules are so different. We live in different cities and, and just other factors. And I have a good relationship with him. He's awesome. He's he's deeply absorbed in his work because he has goals he's trying to achieve. But then that also causes him sometimes to be emotionally unavailable. And so, um, you know, he's a calm, pleasant guy, seeks after God's own heart. And kind of like you, I think you had mentioned in an episode, you wanted a guy that's busy as did I. But sometimes, like I said, that will cause him to be emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. And so he's everything I wanted in a man. And when I desire for affection from him and that time isn't right and I'm not receiving it, I've learned to immediately go straight to God seeking that grace. And because I'm on a mission to be to be have peace in my own heart. Mm-hmm. And though, but with that being said, though, forewarning, when that feeling of loneliness comes in, especially if you're in a relationship, can also come that temptation. So because, you know, it's like if you're not getting it from the source that you want to receive it from these temptations, they seem like they're just coming from everywhere Mm -hmm. because you're not receiving something. So you have to look to God, like I said earlier, to fill any void and and you can't look to things of this world. You have to guard your heart because that temptation, it may satisfy that need right now, but it's only going to hinder you from God for your ultimate future. And it could ultimately obviously hinder your relationship. And so that's why you have to. You have to just stay rooted in God's word. Mm -hmm. In Genesis, we're told that God saw that a woman named Leah was unloved. So he allowed her to have a baby. And it says that when Leah um, had her first baby son, she said, she said, and I quote, it is because the Lord has seen my misery. Mm. Surely my husband will love me now. But still he didn't, at least not the way he wanted that he, she wanted him to love her. And so after their fourth child, her husband, Jacob still favored Rachel over Leah and Leah finally just said this time I will praise the Lord and I just love in that story how Leah's focus completely shifted she didn't seek after her husband's love instead she seeked to the Lord who already loved her and she didn't have to provide him anything and so once she finally decided to seek God's love instead of a man's imperfect love 
that fourth son, which was the name Judah, God chose that bloodline through which Jesus would eventually be burned, reborn, burned. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it could be that God's reward followed when Leah finally regained her focus and focused on different things. Do you Mm -hmm. see my point? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when you are lonely, you you have to focus on God. That's the only way you're going to be rewarded. That's the only way that that void is going to be fulfilled because if you're seeking it in your man or anything else i'm telling you from experience it's not going to work (laughs) it's just not going to work that's so true though like that's what i'm saying like we got to get out of these habits of trying to get what we feel like we need from other people like where does god when does god ever come in here like where does god fit in the in the picture if you gotta seek if you're seeking out uh, if you think you need this affection or this comfort from a guy or and even if it's not a guy, like maybe it's shopping, maybe it's mm-hmm. going to spend money that you really shouldn't be spending or or kicking it with that girlfriend that always ends up getting you in some mess. Like, you know, wh- whatever the case may be, whatever you end up running to, like, where does God fit in this? Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, I mean, all these things are nice. Like, if you got the boyfriend, that's tight. If you have the real cool friends, like, that's awesome. If you got the money to go and and buy a, and ball out and buy up the mall, that's that's all nice and good. But is any of that really gonna fix it? No, no. it's <laughs> it not gonna fix anything. It's going to. You're still going to feel that feeling. And so, um, we've got to. You got to get out of that habit of just like putting a lot of trust in other people and, and man to, to fix your problems and understand that there is somebody that's already available that will fix your problems. He actually, he can do it too. Like yeah. he, that's the, um, that's, that's what God is for. Like he's a problem solver. Um, you know, you'll hear the, you hear the old folks say in the church, uh, the way maker problem solver, all that, like, you know what I mean? Like they be going in too. Like, this and, is true. But it's true though. Like it's so true. Like if you really knew, like God, God is all those things. And so we have to give him more of us. He requires more of us. Half the time I feel like, I mean, at least I, let me say for me a lot of the times that I went through those seasons where I was feeling like alone and by myself was because I was giving my flesh more than I was giving God. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately Mm -hmm. my flesh, like it was never satisfied. The more you feed your flesh, the more you're going to receive from your flesh, the more you feed your spirit, the more you're right from your spirit and, which but, makes sense yeah and unfortunately my flesh was never satisfied anyway yeah. so you, gotta, I just, you literally have to die to your flesh and starve it yes yes you just said it and this is where i think this is where people have their where they struggle dying to your flesh de- like denying your 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 fleshy self like the things that you want whether it be the drink whether it be sex whether it be that cigarette that blunt whatever like that crazy friend like denying yourself that thinking that that's what's going to help you through these these feelings and these emotions but that's not even going to help because after you come off that high you're still going to talk you're still saying i'm alone Mm -hmm. after you get out that bed you're still alone because the guy's got to go home (laughs) so now you're still back lonely yeah. So, you and know, typically I feel like God brings you through seasons of loneliness, like I said earlier, to teach you a to lesson. To teach you something. And sometimes I feel like we only prolong the season when we're not obedient to what God is telling us in the still small voice that I know you hear. Yes. <laughs> yes. Call it what and you And then want. you wonder why five seasons and you still lonely. Well, like, well, have you been doing what God told you to do? <laughs> Call it what you want. Call that small voice. Maybe, you, I mean, 
refer to it whatever you however you want to refer to it but at the end of the day that small voice that you hear that little feeling that you in your belly that says i really shouldn't be doing this i really should be praying i really should be in my word i really should be like seeking out a, an accountability partner or a prayer partner right now like that little small voice that's just god telling you i need you right now i need mm-hmm. your attention stop giving it to them because they are not going to help you like I'm going to help you. And so, like, and that's, I think I posted a status on Facebook not too long ago. Like, we we do a lot of, cl- like, we claim a lot of stuff. And we wonder why, though, like, we, we get mad about running into the same situations over and over and over again. Why five, six years down the line, we still run into the same mess. But it's because you keep doing the same things. Like, yeah. you keep trying to, like, you you keep trying to cover up an old wound. With the same dirty band-aid. Mm-hmm. And then you're wondering why it's getting affected. You can't pour old wine into new wine skin. Right. Yeah. You've got to do something different. Because whatever the causes of your loneliness, for us as Christian women, the cure is always going to be the same, which yep. is the comforting fellowship of Christ. In Proverbs 18.24, it says that there is a friend who sticks closer than any, than any other brother, and that's referring to God. And this friend is someone who laid down his life for you, his friends, his children, who promise to never leave you nor forsake you, but to be with you until the end of age. And that's Matthew twenty eight twenty. Yeah. So and, and that's and that's biblical, you know, and I don't know any man on earth who is willing to do that for you. Right. Or female, whoever. <laughs> if y'all Man find somebody, let term, me know. But, right. Because I ain't came across nobody yet either. And I know a lot of people. <laughs> never yeah. really can say, I can't say I've come across anybody that's going to do everything and anything for me to help get me through some of those seasons. I mean, and again, I know for me, I have some amazing friends. Like, I don't have a boyfriend, but I do have some amazing friends. I really do. Like, my friends are legit the stuff. Love them to death. But even them, like, when I've gone through some of my toughest and loneliest seasons, it wasn't a whole lot they could do. And and sometimes during that, it'll feel like nobody has time for you. Right. (laughs) Yes. Because, Absolutely. you know, they got their own lives. And we're getting older. Everybody got kids now. They're getting married. Like, they got mm-hmm. their own stuff to do. But sometimes their job is to not to fulfill your loneliness. That's not their job as your friend. Their friend right. is to be there for you, support you, and pray for you. My mm-hmm. job is to not to cure your loneliness. Because, like you said, it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, and with her saying that, that should be all the proof that you need that you can't depend on man anyway. Mm-hmm. Because while Lindsay said it a little harsher. <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> Lizzie said a little harsher, <laughs> but it is very true. Like, you know, a lot, a lot of my friends are married. A lot of my friends do have other responsibilities with their moms or they have like really demanding careers and all of that. And so like, even if they want to be there for me, like, I mean, cause the reality is like when I, when my last relationship ended, you know, my, I know once they found out what was going on, my friends wanted to be there, but life and I couldn't be mad. Like, I was never mad at them because they, you know, they just didn't have the time. But they, they had the desire to be there, but they just didn't have the time really to be there. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have, I, I didn't really have too many other options on what to do. Like, I was either going to pray my way through this or I was going to fall real hard to this, to that, to those emotions and those feelings. And I almost did. I almost did. I almost caved in and, and, and did something that I, I, I'm glad that I didn't do, but you know, we, we just, we got to stop giving so much to to man and give more to God. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. So we hope this episode ministered to all you ladies out there. Thanks for listening. As always, we'll catch y'all next week. Peace out.